Yeah, because... <laughs> what was that? Uh, Ro just posted a, a thing in his Discord that we're in for his Drench episode, and here's the sound. Here we go. Ready? Listen, listen. Well, it's loud though. This is the end and the beginning. It's all that he posted in his in his Discord, and I played it, and I thought I had headphones on, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I was just like, this is tough. <laughs> <laughs> the kids ran away. It scared me. I forget what it I was even talking me. about. And I press play. Anyway, I won't play it again. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight out of the Scarlet Halls and weighing in at 190 something pounds in the blue corner, in the green trucks! It's me, Slide Whistle. Whoa, well, it's me, Immunization, over in the other corner at an undisclosed weight. It's me, Chill Aaron. I'm chilling on my bed because I'm moving, so I packed up literally everything else in this room except for my bed and this light. And also, during a tumultuous 30 seconds, I stepped on a big piece of glass, so I'm not moving for the rest of the night. <laughs> Wait, so are you just like seductively laying on your side with a big piece of glass in your foot? Is that what's going on over Ooh, there right now? girl, I got it out, but I have a paper towel with a rubber band wrapped around my foot to staunch the bleeding. What? You should really disinfect that, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm, I plan to after this recording. <laughs> but oh, I'm also no. sitting here in what appears to be a dimly lit version of the end of Ark of the Covenant... It's just me and a bunch of boxes, baby, because I'm going to be moving by the time you hear this podcast. Wait, so what was this, What was the glass a part of? Did you drop one? Did you break one of your frames or something? And okay, just like so, so <laughs> to quote the city of Ypsilanti, what had happened was I was running a dungeon on my boy, and I was drinking a cup of coffee, and my arms passed out or something, and I spilt coffee all over my laptop, so I'm like, shit, shit, shit. Oh my so god, what I, the hell? I ran to the kitchen to get like X amount of paper towels, and Tyre had recently broken a candle accidentally, and glass had gone everywhere, and we had spent a long time cleaning it up, but apparently that shard was not, because I, I ran, and I was like, I gotta, I gotta clean up my laptop, everything seems to be fine, and then I stepped, and I was like, owie, zowie, and I looked, and like, the blood was spreading out of my foot i'm like time to lay on the bed and here you are and here i am performing for you i'm the third member of the dk crew wow the dedication to this podcast is just unpilotable i can't believe this look at you a true all-star i'm gonna have to have my foot amputated because i didn't disinfect it because i brought you approximately 45 minutes to an hour of content you could say that blood has now officially been shed for this Do Not Relent podcast. Finally, I've been waiting for this day. I mean that, but also I did get in a fight with the boys over at... Uh, this joke was going to work if I could come up with a fake one, but all I can think of are real podcasts. <laughs> it's, I was oh, like, the Half Hill Report, and, and no, then no. I was like... <laughs> I was like, no, they're nice people. I don't want to fight them. Hey, other podcasters, if you're listening and want to start fake beef with us, let us know. If you want to start real beef, let me know. I'm still waiting for Mad Season. Mad Season, I have nothing against you. I just really feel like we should have some fake beef for some reason. Call me. I'll try to get him on the horn for you.
I guess we should start this episode off by addressing that this is not the first annual Best Bakers Award, and that that will actually be next week in the 53rd episode, because we are good at math and now have realized that next week is the official one-year anniversary of this podcast. And also because all I've done for the past five days is eat turkey and fall asleep, so it's probably for the best anyway, content-wise. I am moving, so I haven't done nearly anything Warcraft-based other than pack up Warcraft books. Ooh, how many books you packed up? How many How many books you got over there? Also, is my Illidan book over there? Did you pack my Illidan book no, up? No, I don't have your Illidan book. Papa Cheese has got that. You got it. He's had it for like a year and a half. You got to beat him up. But I got like I got like eight or nine because I also have some of the comics, like the Pandaria comic, where I'm like, Ooh. I'm the only one who has this. And I chucked online and it's like, this one's bad. And I'm like, oh, my heart. Well, I guess we can just start with what we did in WoW like we always do, because that's our first topic all the time. I'm going to go first because I want to talk more. Woo. I have been abusing the fuck out of myself and Korak's revenge. My Death Knight is currently level 86, and he's climbing that fucking ladder. Quick level check here. Is this the highest any of us have made it on a Death Knight? I made 100%. it to 115 on Drixen. What? what was this? It was secret. It was when I was working at Books A Million. There were days where like, I would sit in front of the television, put on Netflix cult documentaries, and just play WoW for 16 hours at a time. That was like the Nastisha years. But Drixen, my second or third Death Knight, because I realized I've had five, made it to 115 and then was murdered. Wait, why would you delete him at 115? He was so close. I didn't like him anymore he was sort of just like a joke character and then i kept playing him. i'm like he's burgeoning on getting very close to serious character and then when we made the plane name gang i was like oh that's my death knight goodbye jerkson so then also along with my death knight hitting 85 86 i've learned so much about how classic av works i feel like a fucking av expert now i get mad when people don't don't take the secret hill shortcut and ride the mountain pass to get an extra like one second of speed boost historians will look back at this like three episode period where the three of us all have major character developments in, in regard to the classic av that'll be it they'll say that's when the show ended <laughs> they kept postponing their award show to play more av and then was that was over they scattered to the three directions of the wind all i'm saying is death knight's looking pretty good for a top contender as new main we'll see how that goes <laughs> honk honk uh and the then also we have done the unthinkable the unbelievable we stepped back onto Mechagon Island to complete the Mechadun meta achievement. Me and Immune what? went back yesterday, and we're like, now is the time. We feel like there's not a lot to do in a while right now, so let's go do the things that we didn't do because we put them off to do other stuff. And we have done our first day of Mechagon Rares again, and the first time in forever, and it felt actually felt kind of good. I kind of I kind of enjoyed it again. Yeah, it was nice going back there after having like outgeared it a little bit more. Things die faster. It is not as miserable because it's not as crowded there and i don't know it's just a little relaxing and i don't know me personally i've not been playing wow as much so it's a nice little way to like get back into something and actually have a goal in mind and uh, i don't know it's time gated though so i'll see how quickly we are actually able to do this uh, my guess is it's gonna take a while I'm, I'm only missing one blueprint for one of the achievements and then i'm only missing like two paints and 
uh, there's like two daily quests that I'm missing out of like what a 25 daily quests that can appear every day. So I feel like I'm just gonna keep going back there, and whatever I need is not gonna pop up and be there in time for me to have to <laughs> deal with. So this time getting is probably gonna annoy the fuck out of me on this one. And then we're also looking at going back to Najatar, which that one's gonna be the hard one. That one's gonna be the the one we probably should have started first because if you want to get that meta achievement. Oh man, I forgot that I need to get all my all my followers to level twenty, and yeah. I forgot I have to do fucking Mar Mardivis's library, whatever it's called, with the twenty five different elementals each week you can summon. And I'm just like, why? I think I got my yeah. second guy to like thirteen, and I was like, I don't want to do this again, <laughs> let alone then a third time. Yeah, those dailies are my least favorite daily out of all of this patch's content. It's just, I don't want to do them. Especially, like, those quests seem to be the most annoying to me. It's unfortunate, but the only way for me to get these this stuff done is to turn off war mode in these zones. Because whenever I have war mode on, I just want to kill whatever I see. <laughs> and I'll go on, like, two-hour-long, like, tangents chasing people and bridge fighting and so i had to turn it off through mechagon and it it felt it felt wrong but i was like i'm not gonna get this done if i don't do that so i guess i'll have to play it this way like a filthy pve or yuck uh, immune you have to make a you have to make a barf noise we all we all made barf noises Blech. yeah there you right. go three for three all right Aaron, mr moving them boxes what'd you do in wow this week Wow, this week, I started playing on my Death Knight, Walter, who was a human, because the joke was they were all humans with regular names. And then I was like, well, even though I play a worgen like every day, one of the few things I've never been is a worgen man. So I changed Walter to be a worgen man, and I like the lady animations a lot better. Aw, that's unfortunate. Oh no, really? Yeah. Yeah, I the the lady animations are like feral and they have a lot of like secondary animation but like not too much. So it's like this is how a person might move. When the dude runs, it's almost like he's like hopping side to side like <gasps> There's like so much extra second even tertiary animation. I'm like, "Okay, calm down, bud." Yeah, the mail run's always been a little weird. Ugh. And they but the, it was updated and it's still bad. It's it's just not great. Like it's like I said, it seems like he's moving more side to side than he is forward. Like he's kind of like sashaying or box stepping forward. And I'm oh, like, God. just run, bud. But it's a lot of fun. I really like Frost. I played Unholy for those 115 levels which were nice, but it's the pet class. So it's like uh, nothing too interesting is ever going to happen. It's a lot of pets and dots. <gasps> I like, <gasps> no, not yet. <laughs> not a pet name dot. Don't you, uh, don't you attack Alan, the unholy DK with his pets. <laughs> hey man, I was there. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying that I like Frost a lot better. Also, luckily, I was able to keep the name Walter. So he's Walter. He just has a bit of flavor because he's a wolf man now. But now, what if what if you just deleted Walter and you made a female Death Knight organ named Walter Lena? With two eyes. Shit. 
It, to be fair, Shit. to be fair, Aaron, Aaron, what I own the name Growlina with one eye. What if you're just her cousin who died in the Third War <laughs> and you can be Growlina, the Death Knight with one eye? <laughs> don't I mean like you don't fucking you might, tempt me because you might as I well. will end I will end 2019 <laughs> making a third Death Knight named just Growlina with one eye. <laughs> I mean, if if you already don't like how the male running animation is, that's never gonna get better. You're never gonna you're never gonna like that's that. That's very true. So if you you might as well just pick another female worgen. Like that's your thing. That's your shtick. Just do it, and then you can use the name Growlita. It'd be so funny. God, that's gonna be auditory hell. <laughs> referring to yeah, I was playing on Growlina, and then I was done, so I played on Growlina. <laughs> But you know what? That's my future, and uh, I guess I'm going to have to live it. Immune, what did you do in the world of Warcraft? So, in addition to catching up on emissaries and things, as Slide said, we have dug back into Mechagon, and I am more behind than he is for this meta achievement. There are still some sort of rares I haven't killed yet, and they're the ones that are like, with the reclamation rig or on their own timer, like a, a weekly timer that I just haven't thought about when to even like get to them. Exactly. So you, you have a job. You have to like do things. You can't wait for pound fist for five days. Pound fist. <laughs> yeah. So eventually we'll make progress and it's nice having something to do. And I feel a little less wow pressed and we are back with a purpose. I dabbed, but nobody can see it. And then I did uh, finger hearts, but no one saw that either. So just, I, I did that. Uh, if, if if you hear shuffling in the background, uh, I'm aggressively flossing. Uh, and now I'm doing the, the hand pump kicky dance. Fortnite! Oh, the, you mean the shoot. <laughs> no. Well, Aaron has used his shoot of the podcast. <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean it. Bitch, it's gone. Now let's talk about some cool shit. So apparently, now we wouldn't know about this because we don't play the Horde. But there's a quest similar to Kuofan's harness to get a mount. Now apparently, uh, the Horde got to raise a dinosaur from egg to mount. And they had a cool quest line that they had, you know, you feed it and you do stuff. I don't know, man. Who knows? But there's going to be a similar one for everybody. Uh, and you can have your very own Shadow Barb drone, which is like in a in a Kier Bug Nazoth mount. And it looks mm. fucking cool. Like, I don't, I can't think of any model in the game that this looks like. I'm assuming it's going to use the B model. It looks, it looks like it's kind of built the similar. But, like, it has so many, like, appendages and mouth tentacles. And this thing is fucking sweet. Yeah, I'm going to raise this boy. Mm, girl, I'm going to ride it. And I'm going to be like, stop looking at me. And it's like, I'm not. And I'm like, oh, I thought that was your eyeball. What is that? Oh, that's my foot. <laughs> <laughs> But I guess how it works is you when you're just doing stuff in old in old Doom, uh, there's gonna be a cluster of Void Touch eggs in some area, and if you find them during an Akira invasion, in a Cure invasion, then it starts the quest chain for you to get this as a mount. You bring the egg back to a man who's named Hapartho, which sounds too close to Seki's NPC of the Year contender, Tapartos. Hapartho? It, ac- it actually it actually is him. He's like, shh, don't tell anyone. I had to get a second job. 
oh god is we we got to support our boy he's doing, not doing so good he needs the sexiest of the year money without it i won't be able to afford the transplant please well let me let me let me tell you <laughs> please yugi win so my sister <laughs> yeah. can get her vision back oh no serenity <laughs> oh, serenity name drop Anyway, Hapartho apparently is either really dumb or has a heart of gold. Hapartho believes that Akir drones are not all born evil. What? Why would you believe that? Because they literally come, they're, they're spawns of the old gods. Like, that's why they exist, isn't it? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a whole race. That's a whole race of stinky people. Like, is it, I, I hate to say, but like, it's okay not to like them, Tapartos. Or is he just saying that they are, like, mindless and they just don't know right from wrong? I'm pretty sure that the Akir are spawned from the bodies of the old gods. Like, they're, like, a part of them. So it's a pretty big jump to be like, they're not all evil when they literally just, like, bud off of Nazoth, our dad. I just think it's cool. You just do some stuff like this and you just feed them. And there's probably some dailies, I'm assuming. You know, people are going to complain that it's time-gated and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But we nobody really knows what you have to, have to do to grow it. We just have the very beginning parts of finding the, the clutch and him saying, oh, they're not all evil. What I like the most is at the end, he asks what, what you should call the larva. And some of the names they give you, like, he, he gives you some options. Should we call him Bitey McStabface? Reginald? Spike? Say okay, well, he's gonna pick one of these names, and who's who's not gonna pick Bitey McStabface? Yeah, that's a hot uh, reference to that one English boat, right? <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. However, I'm going with Reginald. Do you not like English boats? Well, I'm I going never, with Spike. I, I never really subscribed to Bodie McBoatface. Also, I out of good conscience, I can't pick Spike because I just think of. Land Before Time, and then I think a ducky, and then I just get sad about her voice actress. Yep. yep. Only only the next of many very old deaths that we're upset about. Oh, man. <laughs> maybe maybe for the, at the end of the year, I'll compile a clip of all the old deaths that we're upset about that we've mentioned on this podcast. Well, another hot update that we have been graced with from the PTR peeps is that the Volpira racial, the one that's the bag of tricks, we have a little more information about it now. Ooh, do tell. So there is an actual model for this bag of tricks and the ability rummage through the bag actually places the bag like on the ground in front of you and you can click on it and then choose what go through the bag and choose which one of your Mm. tricks you want to be your active trick and i guess you can accumulate or find tricks throughout the world through different methods which has yet to be discovered but apparently every Valpira starts with two base tricks within their bags and those are two vials one is one that damages an enemy with nature damage and the other one is one that heals a friendly target with like a friendly potion hmm i wonder like how viable these uh, these skills will be like how big will that heal be will it be as large as that of the naru because that'll be unfurnitory eye. you know what i mean like it's probably got to be like not as effective as most other abilities, right? I don't it's, know if they need to be. I feel like all these new racials are better than the old racials. It's interesting that I would imagine it wouldn't work for characters that like physically look older. 
it would only work on like characters that look younger because tricks are for kids. Ugh, I was like, where's he going with this? Fuck you, that was... Ugh, I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bleeding! <laughs> Ambulance, please come by our house. Pick him up, pick up Aaron. Yeah, yeah the for the time first time. we need time, one. Yeah, for the first time ever, the ambulance doesn't come at like the 25 minute mark. Seriously, every fucking time one wails by, it's so upsetting. But no, that's cool. So... They'll have well, to like go around like the Shadowlands to uh, so find different abilities they can do. I think right now the current speculation is that it works like the Dark Iron Dwarf Mole Machine because it's kind of the same mechanic. You plop down a thing and you click on it and it gives you options. So I believe what people are speculating is that you're going to have to go around the world and find where all the different tricks are and add them to your bag. I don't mm-hmm. know if the Shadow. I mean, I could see them being sh- Shadowland specific. Except actually, no, because it's 8.3 when they come out, right? Oh, yeah. So probably be like around the regular world. You know, I'm kind of getting close to thinking about just starting the rep grind on uh, my horde alt to get a whole Pira because they seem so insane right now with all these fucking abilities extra bag space they have this ability there's uh the fucking camping caravan shit where they can put their camp wherever they want and hearthstone to it they're gonna be like the optimal race for like just so much conveniences in the world i don't know if my reputation can afford playing of Volpira. I feel like too many people online would be able to, to connect the dots when they see all the animal people on my browser. Nobody knows unless you tell them. And you just told them. <gasps> Guess what? They've changed some more stuff with the fucking legendary cloak. It seems like they can't decide what they want it to be. <laughs> what do they change? Well, last time we checked in this in this series, the legendary cloak had an on-use main stat proc. Where it would just give you a fuck ton of whatever your stat was, like intellect or agility. And now, instead, there's a new three-minute on-use ability that will instantly dispel any effects from corruption and make you immune, that's you, to further effects for six seconds. So Mm. this is actually, I would say, way more interesting than the main stat proc. Because instead of pressing it when you need a cool cooldown... You can kind of control the corruption, like, oh, every one second, you're going to shit eyeballs that zap you. I think you just press this, and then you just lose all your corruption and go back to zero, right? So that's actually kind of interesting. It's on a three-minute cooldown, like I said, um, so that's kind of a long time. And so it's not as useful as the main stat proc in, like, a raid or, like, in a dungeon, but I think it's way more interesting, at least. It'll definitely lend itself towards finding out strategies of, like, say your laser eyeball is real. Like, it's like, I can maintain when three eyeballs are following me around. So I'll get that boost in damage. And then when the fourth one comes out, purge them. Because then by the time the fourth one comes out again, the three minutes should be up. It'll be a lot of, like testing out like how much power can you get off corruption before you have to purge it with this thing now i think it'll add a layer of complexity that it 
seems cool and that I'm into. And, of course, uh, the comments on Wowhead are just the complete opposite. So boring. I want Insulect back. As if the main stat proc isn't fucking boring to begin with. Like, what? Come on. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure whatever they have planned will change several more times, and we will mention this cloak several more times before it's even available live, which I guess is interesting content for us to talk about on the Raytheon Cloak Watch. I mean, yeah, because we're are we at, what, three main changes now? Four major changes? It's been a lot. I'm just saying Crucible did a good thing with its Silly Billy equipment. We need more of that. That's neither here nor there, but I was a big fan of it. I feel like the Cloak should do more Silly Billy things like that. I agree. Um, we also have just some small stuff here that I think is pretty important. Mechagon Essences? Mechagon Essences are going to have their cost reduced in 8.3. So they already were reduced once before, and now they're going to be reduced again, um, which means that people cannot get their essences for alts fucking easier, which sounds fucking mint, because my Death Knight's mm-hmm. going to need some fucking essences. It looks like now, to get your first essence, now you just need two spare crates, one oscillator. Before it was two spare crates, two oscillators. So you just need one oscillator. Basically, they cut everything in half. Holy shit, rank two used to be 20 spare crates and 10 oscillators. Now it's eight spare crates and four oscillators. That's so much less. (laughs) So if you're like me and you never upgraded past rank one, then you might as well wait until this goes live in 8.3. Because also, you get an achievement for having all of your... Essences rank two or higher, which I still don't have because I've been cheap and haven't bought these because they are not ideal for me to use anyways. I'm missing just one, and it's from Mechagon, because we only ran it that, like, two times. We gotta go back in there. (laughs) One of these days we will. Maybe 2020, we'll finally get the gumption to go back in there. This is a huge nerf, though, and rank three basically costs how much old rank two was. Rank 3 used to be 40 crates and 15 oscillators. Now it's 20 crates and 8 oscillators. This is good. We should have more of these changes to all the essences. Because if you, like, think about it, How many fucking mains have these by now? Most of them. So just decrease it so everyone's all can get their hands on them. And I don't give a shit if somebody comes in who's new and has to pay half of what I paid. That's good. That's fucking free education, bitch. Let's do that. <laughs> we just start talking about, like... <laughs> political things just behind wow like all i'm saying is i think everyone should get mana buns whenever they want and there should stop being an overhead charge all raid groups deserve (laughs) warlock cookies (laughs) mana care for all that's all i'm saying mana care now now hold on here i've got high hopes that i think we should have mana buns for whoever can craft them oh no Listen, I will willingly give out my mana buns. I shouldn't have to. The government of Azeroth should give them out. All I'm saying is some people are sitting on a lot of mana buns, and some people don't have any at all, and that is just not right. Whoa, hang on. Don't fucking come for my gig, bitch. If I want to give them out, you're going to get it. You know what? Never mind. I'm walking all this back. These are my mana buns, and I'm making them for me and me only. Me and my family. Well, when I run out of mana and the raid falls apart, that's on you. Slide whistle has created millions of mana buns over the past week alone. Do you know how many he's had to give out? Zero. (laughs) 
<laughs> he has paid zero gold, not even one copper, on <laughs> taxes for his buns. Get out of here, Cerny Banders. I don't have time for this. It's me, fantasy socialist Cerny Banders. I have tusks and big floppy ears. Well, you know what? I think Cerny Banders was working for us again because they made some changes to ketchup gear at 8.3. Honestly, I'm a bigger fan of mustard, but I like ketchup too. Ugh, God. Uh, but before, all the ketchup gear was going to be at level 400, and now it's all 410, and Azurek gear is 415. So that's some sick ketchup gear that we're going to need for our alts, and I'm here for it. So thank you, Cerny Banders, for all the work you've done for our gear. You're welcome. All right, let's see. Let's see what. Let's see what our girl Growlina is up to. What is she doing she, out there? She was a little salty last week. She was waiting there, pen and paper in hand, recorder in her pocket. She's like, "They're gonna call on me," and then we never did. So, Growlina, I'm sorry, but it's your time to shine again. Womp. Faithful listeners, I'm Growlina, and I'm so thrilled to be back for you after a week away. I'm here with this week's guest, Vertel. Vert, my man, what do you think about all these new races finally becoming Death Knights? I'm excited. I'm all for them opening up the class restrictions. Now I'm just hoping they finally let gnomes be monks, <laughs> lol. Vert, I hate to call you out right now, but I'm pretty sure they've always been able to be monks. No, I don't think gnomes can. I've never seen one. Vert, my dude, you're actually not correct. Hold on, wait here a moment. See, Vert? It's me, Growlina, just on my gnome monk. Wait, what? Is this real? Very real, Vert. I've had this guy for years. Well, Vert has run off, his mind apparently blown. This has been your girl, um, Wigglestein, signing off until next week. <laughs> Another masterclass interview from you, Growlina. You always do a great job, unless that one was shit, in which case, get better. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. That's a lie. I know that you two have seen it. But mm-hmm. fucking Dottie the Charity Pet is here to bless us with her fucking alpaca goodness. And her oh, video, yeah. her announcement trailer was so fucking cash money. Fucking mint. That girl was just casually walking through stuff that I struggled to do for like weeks. It was like a one minute trailer on just fucking a narrative of Dottie getting into fucking trouble and she fucking is running through all kinds of shit and she she fucking does her little prance to fight off blood trolls. If she can make blood trolls fall in love, she can do literally anything. All I'm saying is Dottie 2K20, she's what Azeroth needs and deserves. I'd vote for her. I'm on Twitter now. Uh, Dottie has actually given her i'm sorry no uh cerny banders has actually given his approval to Dottie. thank oh, god i saw that little prance and i know when i'm licked i'm giving my <laughs> full support behind Dottie. <laughs> if you guys haven't picked up Dottie yet she's ten dollars in the blizzard store and i have just recently learned that her plush is 
$30 on the Blizzard store, and uh, Immune, we're buying it, right? I, I mentioned it earlier, and you didn't give me an answer, but we're buying it, right? It is very, very cute. Still wasn't an answer. Are we buying it, or are we not? Well, while we are talking about charity pets, I think I'm going to go ahead and pull a time warp. Whoa! Are we, are we buying it? Are we buying it or not? Are we going to buy it? Are we going to get it? Yeah, okay, fine. Okay. Okay, so time warp. I'm going to put 40 seconds on this timer that I am pulling up right now. And you guys will have this 40 seconds in to name as many answers to my question as you can. The loser has to consume alcohol. Are you Agreeable. guys ready? Yes. Ready, any, any. <laughs> This week's question is for you guys to name the WoW charity pets. Any of them since the beginning of when they started doing their charity events. On your marks. Get set. Go. Dottie Shadow, Womper. Alterac, Brew, Pup. Oh, fuck. Um, Shadow, Dottie, in case you didn't hear Womper. Um, Shadow. Shadow, in case mine count for some reason. Um. Mm, ooh, 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 um, oh my god! I can see it. I can see it in my some head. Some sort of murloc. I named it Cadgar. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. Mana cat. Oh. Uh, um, scraps? No, not scraps. Uh, not scribbles. Not, Scrumples. Oh, fucking a! I can see it. It's Scrumple. green. She's Why? green. It's a fell cat. Oh. Yeah. The one that rides around in the vacuum. I think. Got <laughs> uh, Is it Womper? Is it Dottie? <laughs> Time. Is it Alterac Ooh. Brewpup? Ooh. Okay, Ooh. that was a little rough, but we'll see here. Let's tally up what you guys both got. I heard Aaron say the brew pup, um, and I heard him say Shadow, and then I heard Slide say Womper and Dottie. The correct answers that we had were Dottie, last year's was Womper, 2017 was Shadow, 2016 was Mischief, which is the cat you guys were thinking of, I uh. think. Um, 2015 was Brightpaw, 2014 was Argy, uh, 2013 was Alterac Brandy, 2012 was Cinder Kitten. That may have been what you guys were thinking of, but I don't think we ever would have had a chance to get that. No, I remember Mischief, because Mischief rides around on the... Uh, vacuum cleaner. No, and that even inherently, that's just what I do with mischief. I put him on the <laughs> vacuum cleaner. Um, twenty eleven was the Cenarian hatchling. Twenty ten was the Moon King hatchling, and two thousand nine is literally just a Pandaren monk, which is kind of fucked up. Oh, well, wait, and that's the one that I have. He's a, he's a charity pet. I mean, this is kind of enlightening because so, like so, we wouldn't so, know. Yeah, so many of just the the pets you can buy were apparently charity pets. Because, like, I know Argy and people like that. I know that they're just on the store. I guess I should have just named pets now that I think about it. <laughs> like, that would have been so much smarter to just name store pets. So, I guess it's a tie? Gasp. Uh, well, we need a tiebreaker unless you just want to not tiebreak us. Give me a second while I think of a tie. Okay, I got a tiebreaker. So, your tiebreaker is without going over. How many U.S. dollars did the 2017 pet Shadow, how much money did he raise? $1.6 million. Um, 
$1.8 million? Well, the correct answer is $1.8 million US dollars. Fuck! Woo! So I guess the tiebreaker goes to Aaron. Slide. Consume some alcohol. <laughs> Uh, I should have made you go first because I had a ballpark estimate because I heard it yesterday. <laughs> Damn it. Mm. I drank it. I drank a lot of it. All right. Ugh. Yuck. Okay. Well, now it's time to figure out who is going to advance in this year's sexiest NPC of the... I almost said of the world. I kind of like that. Sexiest, Sexiest NPC, NPC of, the world. of the world. All video games, even though it's only wild ones allowed in. All right. I guess this is now the sexiest NPC of the world. Sorry, Slash Laura here. Croft. You make me Laura soft when it comes to these competitors. Soul Reaver, you make me. I want to barf looking at you. You, have your, you don't have a lot of polygons to your model. So. We are starting round two now, and we have 16 sexiest NPCs left, so we have eight matchups here. Are you guys ready? Yes. No. Well, whether you're ready or not, here we go. Our first matchup is Tapatos and the Jailer. This one's a little hard. I don't know exactly what criteria I want to use for this matchup. Yeah, this is when our our large branch of sexiness criteria really comes into play here. Do we go for what is objectively the sexiest, or do we go for what is the coolest? But I feel like the coolest and the chainy. He has chains. Like uh, that's sexy. Like. Uh, uh, uh. I may not know as much about him, but one thing that I, and I hate to bring it up now because I do like Tapartos, but my man crumbled during the test. He has a lack of integrity. The jailer, he, from what we know, is powerful, strong, probably raid boss. I'm throwing my lot in with the jailer. We also have a re- more recently revealed picture of the jailer. I don't know if we use that in this oh, as yeah. well. He, he, he's a hot daddy. <laughs> I love that. That sounded like a fucking political ad. Like, you were like, I love him, but I'm going to attack him right now in a 30-second commercial where Tapartos shit the bed during his quest. Can we trust a man who crumbles during his most important test? I don't think so. Cerny told me not to do it, but I am disrespecting. He left this race, and I'm my own man. Immune what say you? The jailer and his chains? Or... Tapartos and his abs and pecs and muscles. Well, you know, I had on the television and I decided that I don't trust Tapartos to answer a phone call at 4 a.m. when all of our children are in danger. So I have to vote for the jailer. That was where my vote was going to go as well. The jailer. The jailer moves on. Whew. Okay, that was a tough one. Also, though, you're right. His new model, though, is going to really put some power behind him. Before, we thought he was like in a Nubarak-esque kind of skeleton, whatever the fuck he is. Well, I thought he was Arthas. Well, I know he's a sexy-ass man. See, like, no one knew what he was, and now he's fucking beautiful. Anyway, uh, move on. So, our next one is the Enchanted Emissary, who brought a lot of controversy last episode with Slide, up against our homegirl, Yurel. 
I'm not going to lie. I'm going to leave this one because I'm pissed at the fact that she even got this far. Yurel deserves to slam that emissary down into the ground with her mighty purple hammer. Yurel has my vote. She's the sexiest. She's cool. She's a Draenor darling. Well, it's funny you say that because I was just about to whip out this new sign that I just made for this event that says, I'm ready for Yurel to wipe out the competition and erase them from this world. <laughs> In a holy race war. <laughs> <laughs> In an ethnic cleansing. <laughs> so but you know yeah. what? <laughs> Yurel is my vote. <laughs> I'm here for it. Enchanted Emissary may have been the hottest of her broke-ass division, but she's nothing Uh. compared to Yurel. Yurel has my vote. And let me just also make it known, this is no longer that Mythic Plus week, so she does not have power here this week. It's Void week. Is that why why she, her power failed? She had nothing powering her up anymore? Correct. And that makes sense, because when I looked at her against Yurel, all I saw was an empty, pitiful void that Yurel's holy cleansing came here to fix. I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm really afraid for the matchup later, whenever we get to it, where it's Yurel versus the Jailer, Path versus Present, Beautiful versus Truly Beautiful. Ugh. Ugh. Before our next one here, we have Kalia Menethil, the diaper bitch herself, versus Moira, leader of the Dark Iron Dwarfs, and... Whose son will rule the dark iron and blah, blah 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 blah. This is a tough one, I feel. It's two strong ladies. I don't know. Two leaders. Well, soon to be leaders, I assume. What, what are you guys thinking for this matchup? <sighs> it's it's tough because on one hand, Moira Thorassian has a lot of history. She's been with us, she has a lot of examples of power. However, she has one of the worst haircuts in all of Warcraft. Kalia Menethil hasn't really done much, but her hair is not Moira Thorassian's. So you, you don't gonna... like the side buns? I don't like the buns. Whenever I make a dwarf lady, I usually give them the buns as a joke. But Moira's out here with them for real. It's very distressing. Kind of argument here. Moira's rocking a beautiful, classy dress, whereas... Uh, did you forget that Kelly is wearing a literal fucking diaper? Uh, Moira has the confidence to rock those buns like none other. She's unbothered by what the public think about her fucking hair. She's owning it. She's ruling it. My vote's going to Moira Thorissian. I am up Ooh. in the air still here. Have you cast your vote officially yet, Aaron? I think I can, but... What, ooh, what is I, your what I, are your ooh, apprehensions? I can I can cut this fucking air with a fucking butter knife. I can feel the tension here between you two. So my thoughts are that I would vote for Moira because she is a fierce leader. She's always been here. I find that pretty sexy. She's also a priestess, which same. Um, although I guess so is Kalia. This is just these are just two priestesses. Allow me to re-step back in after I stepped in and stepped back out. Both priestesses, both women with great hair, objectively. But which one is a single mom in this world? In a world where her husband was brutally murdered by us. Uh, Kalia. And she's still out there doing it. What, what kid does Kalia have? She ain't got no kids? I, I th- I th- no, no, she does have a child. Or no, her, her kid got eat did 
I'm sorry. Everyone, I remember her husband and kid are both dead, so never mind. So she's a bad mom is what I'm hearing. Wow. (laughs) Why didn't she keep her spouse alive in the face of the literal scourge? Bad mom. Moira has guarded into a fucking infant for, what, 12 years now? That's just impressive. God, She's just been producing milk. She's been lactating for like fucking 15 years, giving her all to this child, <laughs> giving her all to this little baby who will not grow up no matter how hard she tries. Except, doesn't he grow up in like 8.3? He's, like yeah, in well, in in the recent book, he is like seven years old. He That's grew so up weird. eventually. It's so weird. I gotta say, I'm giving it to Moira. Okay, I was also going to vote for Moira, but this was this is probably one of the tougher ones for me so far. So I guess with that, Moira moves on to the next round. If you want to talk about fucking tough ones, let me tell you. Do we pick the literal hottest NPC on all of Azeroth and Outland and Argus and other planets we have seen? Ragnaros versus the hottest woman in the fight house, the lady in the fight house herself, Grand Marshal Tremblade, who, if you don't know, is the one who gives you all of your PvP quests in the literal fight house by the big shark in Boralus. Yeah. The lady. A wise man said it once and who am i to disagree with him Mm, you know i gotta give it to my lady in the fight house (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know ragnaros is just so hot 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 i sit here conflicted as i stare at my beautiful bronze and golden ragnaros statue i cannot deny he is indeed the hottest npc but hot does not equate sexy But is a regular female woman sexy in the world of Warcraft? I mean, they have long weapons, and they have okay face options, but not the best. Their team Mm. is always on point. Let me tell you, that's true. You know what? You're right. Mm. I'll let let you lay down your sword on this one, Immune. What do you think? I feel like a lot of our sexiness that we throw behind the lady in the fight house is our own goofs and lore that we have thrown behind her and you know what that's enough to get my vote so i'm gonna vote for her (laughs) (laughs) um you know you're gonna go for the lady in the fight house it doesn't matter but my vote's going behind the lady in the fight house it's a queen (laughs) it's a clean sleep for the lady in the fight house come on it's also a queen sweep baby queen sweep it's a queen yes queen sweep Queen City, baby. Ooh, you know it. And round, boys. We're talking Grobulus versus every single Kulturian male who doesn't change form. Okay, well, I think I already know who I want to vote for here. I don't know if we need to discuss this or if you guys also feel the same way, but I am very, very sure of my vote here. What? Wait, how are you so sure? I, I'm actually I'm very, very sure. I'm, what? I'm very on the fence. Oh, God. I mean, do you guys go first just to end it? Or what if you guys are on different fences? Well, I guess I will cut this tension right away and say that my vote is for for the entirety of the Kul'Tiran male allied race. My vote is for the entirety of the Kul'Tiran male allied race. Whoa! Grav didn't even get a shot at this one! He can join Barry the Beekeeper in the loser's circle! Wow. I thought that Grob's hyperdermic needle was as sexy as you could fucking get. Alright, I mean, I guess, I guess, my vote... 
is going to Grobulus. He deserves something. We backed him for so long, and I'm not going to end my allegiance now. So in our next matchup, we have two sexy beings. We have the Weapon Master himself, the shirtless hottie, John J. Keyshawn, up against our thick fart princess herself. Princess Theradras. She pulled out two wins last week somehow, and she is here again for some more. <laughs> y- y'all are crumb bombs to make it goof up <laughs> without it, without getting blown up on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I just got what he meant. I, I, I was like, how did she get two wins? <laughs> So, I don't care if she's got two wins, and I know I was all for her last time, but I find John Jay's rugged beard and those ever-increasing amount of weapons he's got strapped to him so hot. My vote's for John. Well, let me just say, I've been watching a lot of Brazilian fart porn recently. (laughs) Have you? (laughs) No, but I just wanted to, I thought it'd be a good segue, but then I was like, wait, that's, what if I'm blasting myself? Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, with the farts, apparently. Ugh, that is such a gross, anyway. You can see their hair move in those videos, it's wild. (laughs) My vote. It's still going to go behind Princess Theradress. She's got the mouths. She has the hands. Have you seen her choice of footwear? The most sexiest samurai sandals you've ever seen. I'm voting for Princess Theradress, as I've already previously stated. Immune, break the tie. What do you got? Well, I'm here to break this tie and let it be known that I will always fall for a thirst trap and... John J. Keyshawn is nothing but that. He is shirtless. He gives you his sweaty-ass bandana as a reward for a quest. I'm like, yes. So Can we- I got to vote for John J. Okay, so when you said you fall for a thirst trap, I was like, yes, Princess Theridress is going through. <laughs> I'm glad that we have different definitions of thirst trap going on. All right, <laughs> for this next category, we have our man, the White Wizard himself, Cadgar, versus everyone's favorite organ, Gen Greymane, which is probably, I'm going to say, one of our hardest fucking picks. Holy shit. Ooh, this have, actually is going to be the hardest, I think. I've been dreading this literally all week. I've been looking at the winners, and I was like, shit. I'm holding my head in my hands because I just don't, I don't know where to start on this one. If you take them both in human form, they both are honestly kind of similar. White hair, old men, hot. Daddies. Mm. But then, 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 then you have sexy wolf again, and then you have like Archmage Cadguard, like one of the most powerful wizards in the known world. Also, don't forget sexy bird Cadguard. Have you seen his bird form? It's hot. It's sleek. Who? Just me. Shit. I'm actually uh, like, I'm actually sweating bullets over here. All right. Here's what we're going to have to do. I think we're going to have to, on the count of three, just say or pick out loud and pick through the audio and figure out who said what. Because mm-hmm. I don't. Oh, uh, okay. Are you, are you guys ready? I, I have. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm as ready as I will be, but I will acknowledge that both of these two deserve to make it to the final eight. Okay. Here I'm we ready. go. Three, two, one. Cadgar. Gen. <gasps> oh, okay. Well, I guess with a vote of two to one, Gen advances to the next round. Now, I would like to clarify why I said Gen and not Cadgar. Cadgar 
as right as he was, left us in one of our biggest times of need. We needed the Kirin Tor to finally align and pick a side to fight in this faction war. And Khadgar said, y'all are fighting, I'm fucking leaving. Khadgar turned war mode off and fled and again has been fighting on our <laughs> front lines, claws out for some reason, dueling the horde. Gen gets my vote for being shirtless and fighting for us. That's my pick. Now I'm just imagining Cadgar in the wizard's tower like, Jaina, I cannot support this. And you just see him like turn his opacity off. <laughs> no, Cadgar, don't. I-, I see you in the talents menu. No. I'm going to hang out with Menopause's Brutosaur in non-war mode Boralis. Fucking Cadgar. Also, every time that we've said Cadgar, our cat has peered into the room. I was just so, about to be like, is, is is he over there? Like, what? What are you no, talking yeah, he, about? He seriously has poked his head in so many times, so I'm glad I don't have to say that name anymore. Because he's like, is it food time? Is it food time? I'm like, ugh, get out of here. And now, one of our final votes for this one, our two dads decided they wanted to square up. Oh, God. Commander Linden, our namesake of the podcast, is going up against our true father who birthed us from his oily skin, Nazoth. I think I could be emotionally ready for this if it was the finals. Why do our two dads have to fight in top eight? Yeah, it's so early. Who seeded this bracket? This is top 16, even. Ah. So it's further out. And also, who seeded this bracket? Random.org. Blame them. Random.org is going to be burnt to the ground after this is all over. Mm. Okay, I, okay, I think I know what I must do. I'm not happy. And I'm also not going to be happy next round where whoever wins this has to face again. But, you know, that's the reality of what random.org has given us, so. I think I'm ready for this as well. It It's going to sting a little bit, but I feel like it has to be done. I don't see any other way out of this. Are you ready, Aaron? Yes. Okay, on the count of three. One, two, three. Commander Linden. Commander, Commander Linden. Oh, thank God. I was so afraid you guys were going to pick the Zoth. I'm like... So, in, uh, in my opinion, in a couple months, we're going to be killing Nazoth's body. So, I have to kill a little bit of him in my heart today. I, he's, he still has a place in there, but I can't doubt Commander Linden. Not at this moment. He's been there with us since the beginning, even though we killed him the minute we saw him. He's our boy. He's our man. He's the Lindenator. The Lindenator. <laughs> Can that be the new name for the audience? The Lindenators? The Lindenators. Congrats, audience. Uh, DN Army is dead. Except it's not dead, but it's an alternate name. You guys are now the Lindenators. Okay, so we have decided that we are just going to also just quickly run through round three and get down to a final four going into the Best Bakers Awards next week. So if you guys are ready, we can just hop back into here. I am ready. Matchups. I'm ready. I'm ready. We have The Jailer up against Urel. Wow. These matchups are going to be hard. I, so, uh, out of the gate, I got to give it to Yurel. Um, I spent so much time with her. I trust her. She has the same murder boner that I have against the Horde. 
I, the jailer, this may be a wrong decision once the jailer and I become best friends come 2020, but for this recording, for today, my heart says URL. We also did say that the jailer was having a potential of possibly being our first two-time sexiest NPC of the week, which would technically put him in the running of next year's bracket as well. So hope is not lost for any of these candidates, I suppose. I was thinking about it, and you're right, Aaron. We have grown up with URL. We helped her out of the ditches. But to me, that kind of feels like she's my sister, and I'm not going to vote my sister the sexiest NPC of the world last year, so I'm going to give my vote to the jailer for his new daddy form. I love my sister, but am I going to call her sexy? Fuck no! Ugh! The jailer gets my vote! Well, you just made this really weird, and now I have to call my sister sexy because I am voting for URL. <laughs> hey, if they got it, they got it. It doesn't matter if you came out of the same holes. I mean, you know what? Like, we share the same DNA. I'm sexy, she's sexy. Let's go. URL on to the next round. Okay, this next one, I just realized what the matchup was, and it fucked me up. Moira Thorissian versus Grand Marshal Tremblade, Lady in the Fight House? Fuck! Huh. I don't even know where to start with this one. I haven't revealed this to anyone before, but if I was to die tomorrow, I would want on my tombstone, you know I gotta go with my Lady in the Fight House! You know I gotta go with my Lady in the Fight House, Grand Marshal Tremblade. I feel like Lady in the Fight House Tremblade here is having like a Cinderella story run to the final four because I'm almost tempted to agree with you right now. Well, let me tell you, I'm not gonna make it easy for you because my son will rule the Dark Iron and all of the Iron Forge because I'm voting for Bunhead herself, single mother, may I say it again, Mora Thorissian. She's raising this kid and ruling a kingdom. What is more sexier than a single mother who's breaking her fucking back for Azeroth? Her dad is a diamond stone man because he was a dummy and was like, yeah, sure, good idea. Five years later, she is basically leading her clan and raising a seven-year-old who's still an infant. Well, I'll tell you what, Grand Marshal Tremblade's dad is still an Ashram, <laughs> still trying to move those flags. At and least she says- can call her dad. <laughs> Mora can't call her dad. He's talking to us, the champions, for his wounds. Whew. Well, I am sorry, fam, but I have to break this tie. And you know I gotta go with our lady in the fight house. You know we gotta go with our lady in the fight. No! Her son, her dad doesn't even talk to her. Her dad has open wounds and he asks us to do it instead of his fucking priest daughter. She needs this. Oh, Moira, I'm so sorry, baby. So up next, we have a very sexy matchup. We have the entirety of the Kul'Tiran male allied race up against Thirst Trap himself, John J. Keyshawn. Thoughts? My vote goes to John J. Keyshawn. He's one man. He's got many knives. He's got no shirt on. He's looking good. I don't find that. I think the Kul'Tiran males that decide they're going to turn druid 
really kind of ruins their sexiest potential when at any given moment they all could easily go druid and change forms which would disqualify them from their award john jay you get my vote Ooh, wow the tension is really there right now i can feel i it. mean i i was just waiting for immune to oh, go if he well, wanted to voice some opinions because i <laughs> i also will be going for john jay Keyshawn. uh He's he's hot, he's built, he's tough. And even though there are probably a lot of strong hotties amongst the Kaltirian humans, there's also a lot of losers. I mean, this is basically, like, is your preference the Bear Daddies or, like, the classic Twitter thirst traps? So, like, but, like, I already acknowledge that I fall for those traps, so I have to vote for Keyshawn, too. And get out of here, Kulturian male allied race, even though... <laughs> get out of here. Oh, you know what? Honestly, I should have backed them because Barry the Beekeeper would have been able to accept an award on their behalf. <laughs> <laughs> he could have snuck in. Well, it's but too the late. the decision has been made. Wait, Barry is Barry... Needs to go hold home. up. Is Barry the only person to be entered twice in this? He is. Barry had two entries. Barry fucking cheated. Go home, you cheater. And last up, we have... Again, one of our hardest fucking picks. Gen Greymane versus Commander Linden of Scarlet Hall's fame that I think only us really appreciate, but our votes matter the most. Our votes, at this point, are the only ones that matter, so... I have my decision. I immune, have. I want... I mean, I want you to go first, because I feel like you end up going last, and whenever you go last, we've already decided two to zero who's going to win. Okay. I hate having to do this, but I'm just going to rip off the band-aid. We got to do it. I'm voting for Commander Linden. I mean, he's the namesake of this podcast. He's sexy. We got. I just feel like I got to do it. And I'm, this is sad, because Gen is sexy, and Cadgar died for this, and I'm sad to do it, but nope. Commander Linden. Done. Aaron, what say you? 100% of Commander Linden's outfits and looks are on point. And I'd love to say that 100% of Gen Daddy's looks are on point. But the tucked-in green petticoat from <laughs> Daza will never <laughs> leave my mind. So as much as I hate, and it feels like I'm killing Growlina's dad... I gotta go with Commander Linden. All I have to say is, another down, do not relent. Commander Linden moves on to the final four. And for a hot reminder, in case you tuned out and you came in the end of the episode, your child was talking about NPCs. The final four consists of Yorel. We've done it! The lady in the fight house herself, Grand Marshal Tremblade. Quite the underdog, I'd say. Never leave a man behind. John J. Keyshawn. <laughs> and Commander Linden. What a fucking sexy ass final four. And might I add, three fourths of them are human. <laughs> <laughs> we try, we try and be diverse, but it ends up with we ain't the got humans. No type, but I guess we do. It's human NPCs. All right, so we're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys next week with these final four as they duke it out to figure out who's going to be the final sexiest NPC of the world slash year.
If you have any comments, questions, complaints about our picks, you can email us at do not pod at gmail.com or tweet at us on Twitter at do not pod. What about you bitches? Where can I find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. And as of today's recording, I have updated our pod Instagram at do not relent on the gram because I said I'd be doing that for a few weeks and I procrastinated, but it's there now. Don't worry. You can find me, Aaron the Human, apologizing that I had to do Gen Greymane like that on my Twitter at the Big Cheesy. And you can follow Do Not Relent's attempts to try and apologize to Cadgar for kicking him out so early at our live journal at do not relent. Our one year official anniversary and to figure out which of these fab four are making it to sexiest NPC of the world slash year. Catch you guys next week. And remember another down. Do not relent. Do not relent is a podcast within the three HNC network representing us Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. Fuck bitches get money. I gotta pee. Same. <laughs> and then they urinated.